What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, baby. Hello, my loves. Say hello, donut. <laughs> don't bite the mic. <laughs> you don't bite the mic, you little toot. So we have a new addition to the Termion family. If you're uh, watching on Patreon, you can see my little donut bub here. Mm-hmm. If you follow me on Instagram, you've, you've fucking surely seen him, but... If you want to see him in the studio, you can go to patreon.com slash turn me on and watch the foreplay for today's episode. He's so fucking cute. You're right, though. In photos, it is like you can't see his eyes. Like he's so <laughs> he's so dark and so full of um, just wavy, curly f- hair mm-hmm. that he just can't you can't see his eyes. But he has these beautiful uh, cosmic eyes. Yeah, they're very his eyes, spa- spacey. They're piercing when when you can see them piercing hey, through go his fur. Fun. Hi, baby donut. Come here. He just got my nose. I don't. I feel like my nose might be bleeding a little bit. He just got his little tooth right inside my nostril. Little razors, fucking razors in that uh, in that dog mouth. Baby teeth. You, those are uh, baby. 
Those are intense. And we are in love. Yeah, he's pretty cute. Um, it's, uh, he's in, in terms of, I mean, this is now turning into a fucking puppy podcast, but in terms of um, his, uh, his like demeanor, he's super fucking chill. He's super chill. I think it's, I think it's nurture. I mean, Bigby was the same. Hmm. I think it just comes with you being the, I mean, not, it's not only that we've all known chill people that have ended up with small hellion dogs. Chill do- yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, gotta watch him. Tried to eat my phone charger the other day. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, and he's, Rose, you definitely gotta watch him. Rose sort of looks at him. Like he's a, like a gopher or some other smallish rodenty animal that mm. she would like to hunt, but playing the other they were playing playing together tug of war, uh, which is really just Rose ripping just, it yeah, out of his mouth and tossing him about. Mm-hmm. But it's it's pretty cute. Makes our lives <clears throat> special. It does. It is very special. Um, I'm feeling uh, very very happy to have this little fucker in my life um uh but let's not dwell on this dog thing any longer um this is so weird yeah don't say that it's weird bride because the people that are listening don't know what the fuck you're talking about (laughs) but the people who are watching or the people who are listening and are like wait a minute what's she talking about they'll they'll be the ones who sign up for patreon so that they can see Oh my god! That's what I think. Okay, uh, so moving along, then uh, <laughs> today we've got uh, we've got a fun conversation that we're going to throw to um, all about uh, Brian. Well, why, why don't you? Uh, you've got a little. This is a little more per- pertinent to you and your life right mm-hmm. now. Why don't you give a little intro to what we're getting into? Well, I was super intrigued by <clears throat> when this guest, potential guest, uh, reached out. Leave that alone. Sorry, go ahead. Um, when that when when Lee Jagger, who's our guest today, uh, reached out as America's erotic massage coach, yeah, I think that was I think that's the title. Um, I was very intrigued because um, obviously I'm going into massage school, just chewing on metal, um, and I. Fuck, I didn't want to start that way because what I wanted to make really clear is that I know the difference between massage Because you're therapy. going to school for you're going to school for happy endings, right? That's your whole like that's the <laughs> So as as prep for my school, I had to interview a number of registered massage therapists. Um both for funding reasons and for just my own curiosity about what the job entails and what, and I think I already mentioned this on the show, but one thing that really surprised me is that how frequently it came up that, uh, that it's likely that I will meet some people who still think that if I say massage, they think automatically something erotic with a happy ending. Yeah. And I didn't anticipate that. I just figured that we all accepted massage therapy as you know it's covered by a lot of insurance plans like we recognize that it's like a legit Mm. form of of therapy um but how often do you think massage therapists run into that well i don't know our our friend our friend our friend who i don't remember if we used their name their real name when they were on the show um who is a massage therapist mm -hmm. who talked about kind of having run-ins with clients Mm -hmm. where they kind of they were like so can we do a little extra 
at the end and mm-hmm. she and you know she and she has very <clears throat> very strict and very strong boundaries and was like absolutely fucking not but uh th- this is not what i do um but but i remember hearing her say that and being like god damn how many how many fucking massage therapists have to deal with that shit well enough people told me about it and yeah, enough yeah. people have said you just got to have really good clear professional boundaries right. and be able to communicate them right um and i think that's i think that's fair i mean uh, um from my limited research, so so I started yesterday. We had this re- conversation with Lee yesterday or the day before, and I was like, "What is the history of massage therapy?" And uh, mm. so I looked it up, as you do on Wikipedia. And um, one interesting little stat that I came across was that the 1984 <laughs> Olympic Games in Los Angeles was the first time there was any televised coverage of athletes receiving massage therapy as sort of a part of the whole. Receiving massage therapy or receiving massage? See, you can't... Look, what we're trying to do is diffuse any potential... (laughs) Hey, I'm uh, asking for real because apparently the Olympic (laughs) Village is just a a crazy fuck fest, so I don't know. Yeah, it's true. Maybe that was a bad example. But... Massage. No, I'm, I'm just being. I'm just being a piece of shit. But massage as a ther- therapeutic approach has been referenced and seen as early as like four thousand years ago in sure. different cultures, and um, usually referenced to some sort of like rubbing of oils or something like that right. on warriors when they you know came back or you know. I wonder if it looked a lot different. You know, like I, I think about whenever I think about the the these things from like a historical perspective, I always think. You know, it's like when we look at people dance today versus when we look at people dance in the 1950s. Yeah, right. Those are two very different ways of moving your body, mm. but they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it, could the same be said for like the ways we massage? Like, are people just massaging with their fucking foreheads? Like, no, you know, on other people. Guaranteed, or, that is not what's guaranteed? happening. Oh, in, in, the, in, the, in the images, like the artwork that's that's recorded from as far back as we can see it it's it's a lot of hands on feet it looks like that's oh, how yeah, it starts okay, so yeah, yeah, sure. the the principles of like kneading and rubbing so no kneading with the chin i don't think that has ever been a technique however when you started talking um and asking about that it made me wonder if like so many areas of life if maybe <clears throat> maybe that sort of rubbing or kneading could have easily led into a happy ending without anybody mm. registering that that was like two different things, you know, right. like whether right. our- like how did we relate to, how did we relate to like ejaculating? How did we relate to climaxing pleasure, whether that be genit- genital based pleasure or, you know, upper torso trap area type pleasure. It's like we, we probably, I mean, from a historical context, we probably didn't relate to it the same well we definitely didn't right because like wasn't it um wasn't that shit like isn't that the kind of the same the 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 exact kind of stuff that christopher ryan was talking about in sex at dawn where it's like it wasn't until it wasn't until the the advent of agriculture Mm -hmm. that we started to relate to sexuality and and coupling in a very different kind of way, mm. whereas before that, the uh, more more of like a tribal, um, 
mentality was like, you know, it was just everyone was just kind of it was like the ultimate free love. Everyone was kind of <laughs> doing it all together and mm-hmm. and the babies were being raised together and it was all, you know. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I'm sure there's somebody out there that's rolling their eyes so hard <laughs> that they can see the back of their skull. But well, what's funny is like five years ago or six years ago when we would have read that book or maybe it was even earlier on and it it laid the foundation for sort of everything <clears throat> we've kind of done since with the podcast and in our relationship is like if we were to revisit that we'd probably pick up a whole bunch more yeah of the like context definitely um yeah. but i i kind of had i would be inclined to sort of say a similar thing as you but what i was more talking about was like how we have come to separate sexuality out from everything else in our lives and pushed it into sort of like the shadows or the margins like mm. maybe 4,000 years ago when you're rubbing oils on the sore muscles of warriors and maybe it, maybe it leads into a hand job. There would have just been like, yeah, well there's, I've just massaged the body. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I don't know, maybe we definitely have a difference now though. We definitely have like, you know, if you go to see a massage, if you go to get a massage and there's an option for a happy ending, they're highly likely that you're engaging in an activity that has some legal gray areas. Whereas I, getting <clears throat> going to a fucking massage therapist yeah. and getting a therapeutic treatment should all be above board, covered by insur- your insurance. Yeah, there's I, none of that. I um, sexy I, business. I did the I did the massage like the happy ending massage massage Mm -hmm. once. Mm. Um, And I remember walking into the establishment thinking to myself, because it is very, it it is very set up. Like this is a massage therapy place. Mm -hmm. Like this is where you just come get massage. Like it's, it's not like come in here and get jerked off. Mm -hmm. Like we'll make you come. Mm -hmm. Um, It, there, there was none of that. And so, so when I walked in, I remember almost immediately having this thought like, there's no confusion in here. Like there's no one that's going to come in here and, and not really get yeah. that this isn't your typical like RMT massage therapy clinic. Yeah. There's something a little bit extra going on here. What's he up to? God, I can't fuck. We can't record this fucking podcast he's, with the dog. In the he's uh, hey. he's getting into the pot. The, uh, not the pot, the uh, the no. potted plant. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I am right. I'm going to find a bo- dog babysitter <laughs> and we're not going to bring him back to the studio again. Um, so we wanted to make that distinction as we get into the episode. Because yeah. actually in announcing my intention to go back to school <laughs> and, and study massage. Did you have a bunch of people DM you on, on IG being like, can't wait for you to jerk me off? <laughs> uh, no. But it turns out we have a lot of um, massage therapy therapists that listen to the show, and yeah, I uh, guess we do, eh? and I've I've been told by at least a couple of them to just make sure I never use the word masseuse. Um, yes, and masseuse. That's interesting because that was you know for a long time the word that was used, or masseur, or masseur for for a, a fella. But now um, now that word seems to be specifically. Uh, used by um, in sex work as 
a descriptor. Which is funny because like if you look, if you Google masseuse, mm-hmm. it's a noun, a noun, which is a woman who provides massage professionally. That's all it is, is yeah. a noun. That's coming from uh, the Oxford. Right. And then, and then the first article is here why, here's why you should never use the word masseuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, well, so why, why is that? I wonder, like, how do, why do, do we know the reason why masseuse is an offensive word plus the challenges of a massage therapy career and how we're helping to over, overcome them over the past six years, we've been lucky enough to work with thousands of great massage professionals and since launching, uh, okay, what is this? this is just a, I feel like this is just a fucking ad. Uh, there's a misconception that being a massage therapist is a frivolous pursuit. However, Okay, fuck, fuck this fucking article. This is just a... Yeah, I, I, I looked up the same thing and I found one that, that was um, a page run by massage therapists, but it was really... I found it kind of derogatory to sex workers, so... I feel like you're going to run into that for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I don't know if there's like always like a... Is there like just a tension between those two parties? Because honestly, um, if like, you know, if we lived in a different time and and sex work was like just a viable career choice for folks, I feel like probably more people would go into erotic massage because it looks all right. And it sounds from Lee Jagger like not a bad way to spend your time. Well, let's check this out. Okay. I just found this video. All right. Now, I don't know uh, who knows where this will uh, take us, but let's let's see here. So it says that ache in your back is not going away. Um, and time to let a professional have at it. Time to call a masseuse. Or is it a massage therapist? A masseuse is a French word that refers to a female who practices massage. Males in the industry were known as masseurs. This video is fucking hilarious. However, due to certain unsavory connotations with the term massage therapy oh my god this is too fast i can't <laughs> fucking read that fast <laughs> Just although although masseuse has become to come uh, to carry a negative connotation although its base definition is quite simple it means the same thing as massage therapist <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude to earn the title massage therapist you have to study their craft and obtain state licensing. Mm-hmm. However, this doesn't mean that all massage therapists are the same. Oh, there's tons of different types of massage therapy. There are hundreds of different types of massage therapy, each requiring different education and practice. Popular ones include, but are not limited to, deep tissue, Swedish, hot stone, acupressure, shiatsu, reflexology, sports. To be licensed in the state of Florida, a massage therapist needs to complete 500. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Who gives a fuck? All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, that took me down a really uh, interesting read through the history of massage therapy on Wikipedia. Feel free to. Uh, what, I, can I, I get to read this, uh, this one thing that I found really funny um, that because anything that comes out of the UK, I kind of have to giggle about. Um, but they, the United Kingdom, it says, um, in terms of the history of massage therapy, it says the service of massage or in quotations, physiological shampooing was advertised in the times from as early as 1880, 1880 adverts 
claimed it as a cure for obesity among other chronic ailments. Hmm. I think that's since been debunked. Actually, one really interesting, I think you'll like this from a, from a science perspective, is um, it says in the Wikipedia article, massage is hindered from reaching the gold standard of scientific research, which includes placebo-controlled and double-blind clinical trials. Just let them down, goddamn. <clears throat> um, donut, lay down and be a, just a donut. Um. So it goes on to say developing a, a sham manual therapy for massage would be difficult since even light touch massage could not be assumed to be completely devoid of effects on the subject. It would also be difficult to find a subject that would not notice that they were getting less of a massage and it would be impossible to, bl- to blind the therapist. So because it can't do that particular aspect of what's considered scientific trials, it has had trouble gaining um, the same amount of of respect as a lot of other sort of hmm. treatments. That's interesting. Yeah, right. I thought so too. So I and think a, that's and all. A bit, and a bit silly. Yeah, that's all we really needed to say about um, massage therapy. I just wanted to be sure that all of our friends who are massage therapists who are listening don't don't get um, up in arms or, or not even up in arms, but feel like maybe we don't know the difference. Um, we most certainly we certainly do. We certainly do. And our conversation with Lee is a really fun. um, I I just I was really intrigued by uh, Lee's story. And uh, and I think you will be, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, the I mean, the gist of it is that no matter if it's a masseuse or massage therapist, if you have 100 bucks in your pocket, they will jerk you off at the end. And uh, that is a guarantee. (laughs) So uh, uh, just take that and use that however you like. Um, uh, Before we do throw into the episode, the one thing that I thought would be funny to talk about is that. Um, I've put the, uh, I put my condo up on Airbnb <clears throat> this summer just to, uh, you know, if every odd weekend, if someone's coming into the city to stay somewhere, they can stay at my, our lovely little spot. And, uh, one of the things about it is that I, <clears throat> I, uh, fucking Jesus Christ, what? we can't, we can't fucking record this podcast with this little buddy, you, I'm going to bring your crate up here and you're going to get put in your crate. And you'll just feel right at home and you'll go right to sleep. And now it's time to shut the fuck up. Um, so one of the things when I, when I have people stay at the condo that I have to remember to do is to deactivate my Spotify from oh, my yeah. Amazon Alexa. Because if I don't, then I'm, about, I'm out and about living my life in the world. And whoever's staying at my place is having a fucking party or whatever the fuck they're doing and you're tuned in and and all of a sudden i get booted off my spotify and then i get on my spotify and i can see what they're listening to uh-huh <clears throat> tell in us real more. time <laughs> well <laughs> what are people listening to while they're well, snuggling on the couch in your condo well uh we just recently had uh someone stay there and turns out they were a fan oh fun of turn me on hi there and uh, so they might be listening right now. And hopefully this isn't too embarrassing for them. But uh, <clears throat> it was like later at night. And I was, I was like noticing that I couldn't listen to a podcast. And so I was like, fuck me. They're playing music. And, and I like to listen to podcasts to go to sleep. So I had to use a different app. And so I woke up the next day and I went to my recently played because I was going to try to find. I was listening to Kurt Vile Radio. It was like it was a really great playlist I had playing the other day and that's what they were listening to too no that was gone uh that was that was deep 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 down in the re- recently <clears throat> recently listened to 
And so I was like, what are these fucking, what are these fucking people listening to late at night in the condo? Mm-hmm. Well, I've got it here. Is there a, a name of? I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a list of the songs in order. So mm. it started off with some uh, Charlie XCX. I love it. I love it. Then they went on to. I think they were just looking for a specific. I love it because it went on to a little pump. I love it. <laughs> then it went to Big Booty Ho. Then it went to Big Booty featuring Meg the Stallion. Okay. Then an episode of Turn Me On. Oh, oh, Kel Breeze. <laughs> and then into uh, Shaggy, What's Love. I don't know any of this music, but I'm just assuming it all along. The, There's a lot of fuck jams the boot- in here. Oh, I see. There's a lot Smanging of fuck. it. There, a lot of like, I'm, I pictured there was a striptease. Yeah. Um, this is another uh, situation where they were looking for one song and I think got two. What's Love featuring Akon by Shaggy. Is that? And then what? What's Love featuring Ja Rule and Ashanti by Fat Joe. And then there was an entire Fat Joe playlist. So things got real, uh, real sackful uh, on it. <laughs> That's an inside joke frame from anyone from Halifax. Um, and then Wifey uh, by Next or NEXT. Uh, Peaches and Cream. Listeners, I hope you're making your own Smangit playlist with <laughs> some of it. these titles. Yeah, you want to have a fucking good time. Peaches and Cream, and then they they finish it off with some more Shaggy with What's Love again. <laughs> you probably just got a little bit of nipple from me. Nice. Putting that puppy down. Nice. Vimeo, don't take us down. <laughs> uh, Patreon. <laughs> also, don't take us down. But uh, if you want to see some nips, go to patreon.com. No, you should stick to it. That's we'll probably get a couple of patrons from that. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, sorry, this intro was so fucking chaotic. Honestly, God, it's really hard to get work done with this dog. And so there hasn't been any like prep uh, or anything like that on my end. Not that there normally is, but there's at least some focus that I bring to the table, and I haven't had uh, Not today. an ounce of it. So, um, very, very sorry about that. But, but <clears throat> we're throwing into a conversation with Lee Jagger that I think will uh, just leave you feeling right, just right, great, just right, great, right. Uh, so, uh, great, and listen to that, and uh, we love you, and thank you for your support, and we hope you enjoy this uh, week's episode with our conversation with. Lee Jagger. We are rocking and rolling with uh, our new friend today, Lee Jagger. <laughs> what? It, go ahead, Brad. It sounds it sounds like a rock. We're ready I, to rock. I mean, that's what I know. That's why I said that. It's <laughs> such a fucking rock name, Lee Jagger. Um, <laughs> Lee, uh, uh, so that our so that our listeners don't get confused with uh, what you do for a living, uh, why don't you uh, give yourself a little intro and and introduce yourself to all of the uh, turn me on, turn me on fans out there. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I am Lee Jagger, and I am the CEO and founder of Rock the Bedroom. And I empower women 
in the bedroom. I help them feel confident and sexy and playful and creative. And, uh, and it's a very fun job. (laughs) It sounds fun. It sounds liberating. I'm picturing like what it looks like to go to work each day. And I just picture like sort of a Mary Poppins, like, approach to showing up and you take out your big bag and you just like rehearse with people. Yeah. It's, I do a lot of coaching. (laughs) I do a lot of, uh, I have a lot of online programs that people go through, but I have a coaching program, which is my favorite because I actually get to, you know, roll up my sleeves literally and get in there with, with women and, uh, help them, help them feel empowered through the use of erotic massage um, you would think that's all only for the guys, like the guys are the only ones benefiting there. Um, but it's actually all about women. And like you said, Jeremy, like it, liberation, empowerment, mm. you know, mm. there's a lot of women who are not feeling totally um, empowered in the bedroom. And there's a lot of internal dialogue and doubt and, and shame and guilt and, mm. and all sorts of um, negative uh, thoughts going on in women's minds when they're in the bedroom. And I help them with that. And I help I, them become an, a sex goddess instead. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a way better alternative. Um, I, I'm really curious because we've talked about some like sex coaching or coaching for, for folks with confident confidence and <clears throat> issues in the bedroom, but we've never really t- tapped on our, on to erotic massage mm. specifically. And I would love to like, dive in there like what what counts as erotic massage and and how does it how does it facilitate that kind of confidence that you want to bring to people I love that so yeah let's just clarify what erotic massage is so um in most people's minds they go straight for the hand job and um and they're picturing like plain old up and down uh, called fast and furious. Usually, <laughs> um, it's a way to get him hard. It's a way to get him, uh, get him an orgasm. Um, it's sort of a. It, to most people, it feels like a means to an end. Mm. You know, it's not one of those things that women are thinking as they're you know going into the bedroom with a guy uh, for the first time. Oh, okay, I'm going to give him the best hand job he's ever had. No, you're thinking. <laughs> You know, like intercourse or like, you know, the hand job just seems like um, the pregame show to the main event. Right. Right. And the tailgate party. It's the tailgate party (laughs) just to get them warmed up and in the mood. But um, really, well, at least the way I teach it, it's so much more than that. I would describe it like um, a slow Sunday drive along the scenic route of his body. You know, like driving along the coast and meandering along all of the curves and it doesn't have to last long, but it needs to feel leisurely and um, indulgent and sensual and and the woman gets to be in the driver's seat. So that's what erotic massage in is in my world. It's this slow dance. It's a pampering of your man. It's not a means to an end. It is the main event. What does this work look like? I mean, you know, like, like this is, this sounds, this sounds like something that, uh, I know 
probably a lot of people listening to would be like, uh, yeah, I would love, I would love to fucking feel yeah, so that yeah. way or have, yeah, have that mindset going into a date. What does I would the like wor- to own <clears throat> the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what does the work look like? You know, is it, is it like, do you focus on the, on the, like the is technique? It, yeah. Or is it focused on like the specific communication or is it more so focused on mm. like your own self dialogue with, with yourself and, and, you know, like the way that you, you talk about yourself, those types of things, or is it more so like, like Bridie said, technique of like dialed in, you know, try this on and see how it works out kind of thing. I would say all of the above and all of those are important. Like, um, well, for people who are in my coaching program, yeah, we can, we can like dive deep into, okay, so what's going on for you in the bedroom? Like, why did that feel awkward when you did that? Or when when you, you, when your partner responded in this way, how how did that make you feel? Why did that give you a charge? Like, yeah, we can definitely go into what's going on for you because everyone's had a different experience in the bedroom, mm-hmm. some more traumatic than others. And so, yeah, we definitely dive deep into into the psychological, mental aspect of it. Um, and also there's, I mean, a ton of techniques. Yes. It's like you need to have some tools in your <laughs> sexual toolbox, mm. so to speak, in order, you know, like it, if someone says, okay, I'd like you to get up on that stage in front of hundreds of people, you got an audience, and I want you to tell some jokes mm. and make them laugh. You have no jokes in your back pocket. That's a scary place to be. Yeah. No one likes to perform totally unprepared. So in the bedroom, if you got no skills, then that's a little disconcerting. Mm. You know, like that used that used to be me where guy was, you know, uh doing lots of yummy things on me, you know, all the foreplay and all the, just all, just imagine all the yumminess. There's so much. And I couldn't reciprocate. I did not know how to touch a guy's parts. Um, so instead of looking bad in bed, I preferred to look selfish in bed and I did not reciprocate. Mm. Well, my, my version of reciprocating was open my legs Okay, he's really looking for intercourse anyway. Okay, let's just speed things along and fast track it towards intercourse because that's what he's wanting anyway. And I would rather just put out and look like a slightly selfish lover by not totally basking in all the yummy foreplay I could do on him. I'd rather do that than look bad in bed. Right. So, so yeah, and that ended up totally turning me off sex. Um, it, it I would be thinking of ways not to have sex when the guy came home after work, you know, like it it was horrible Mm. and I loved him, but I just didn't want to have sex with him. And I realized after the fact that it was because I was having the wrong kind of sex Mm. and I was having the wrong kind of sex because I didn't know how to, um, I didn't know how to keep up my end of the foreplay. How did you figure that out? Which was my... Oh, well, I, uh, (laughs) so I ended up, okay, I'll tell you a little story. This is, this is really fun. So I got a call one day. I had an ad on Craigslist for Swedish massage offering 
to do that work. And a lady called me one day and she said, you know, uh, I bought this office and um, I let go of a bunch of girls who didn't actually know how to massage, but you look like you know how, what you're doing. Um, have you ever thought of erotic massage? <laughs> and I'm like, ah, uh, is that what a happy ending? <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea. Like uh, that whole world was a complete mystery to me. And she said, yeah, it is. And I said, yeah, that's not my dealio. Thank you very much. Because I didn't I didn't know how to do a happy ending. I'm certainly <laughs> not well enough to charge for it. <laughs> and, um, and, and the idea of, like, I had the stereotype in my head of the kind of guys who would look at, look for such services. I'm like, Ooh, you heebie-jeebies, old creepy dudes. Oh, I don't know about that. That's not my highest excitement. And so I said, no, but she threw out some dollar figures of what people made. And at the time I had been homeless for a while <laughs> with my young son. Oh my and gosh. I, at, at the moment I was, um, I was living <laughs> in the living room of a hoarder's house. Like it was not a good situation. It was a low point in my life. So I was desperate. I was literally hungry. And so when she threw out the dollar figure of what I could be making, I'm like, oh my God, I can make more in a day than I've seen in the last six months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I'm like, you know what? You can take one for the team. Just a couple weeks, two, three weeks, get ahead. Yeah, bite the bullet, right? Like a a mother will do anything to feed her kid. Mm -hmm. So I went in and the first guy on the table, oh my gosh, he was like 31 or something. He was in the military, so he had a great body. He was beautiful. (laughs) He was like hot. And and we had a conversation. He was smart. He was funny. Like it was awesome. And I did a forehand where I was on one side of the table and a seasoned pro was on the other side of the table. She kind of took control. I just kind of dipped my toes in the water, so to speak. And afterwards, I'm like, dang, that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Um, (laughs) And I said, hey, can I like um, come back tomorrow, do another forehand with you? And um, she said, well, actually, I'm double booked right now. I've got this one guy, but this other guy wants to come in. Can you take this other guy? Like, ah, like you're one foot already. You already got on that train. You are now on that train. Momentum was going. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, if I go home, I might not come back tomorrow because, oh, that was a lot. Like Mm. I'm writing a whole book about the experience. But anyway, um. So I said, yeah, my God, just, you know what? Fake it till you make it. He's never going to know. So I'm like, okay, all right, let's do this. I go in client number two, old creepy dude. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I'm like, but you know what? Lee, you're totally prejudging this guy. He's probably hasn't been touched in years. Like have a heart, right? Like everyone needs love. So I, I was very professional. I'm doing my, doing my thing. He has no interest in conversation. He doesn't want to know who I am. No rapport is built like complete opposite experience from that first guy where I was enjoying myself. This guy, it was a little creepy. It was now it's now it's a job. Oh, it was. Oh yeah. It was a job. (laughs) And then halfway through the session unannounced, he jumps off the table and says, okay, you get on the table. I'm going to massage you now. And I'm like, what just happened in my room? 
oh my God, I'm the one supposed to be in control. I had no idea until I did not have control of the room and the doors locked. Like no one, no one, I, I'm on my own here. Mm. And I finally got this guy back on the table and I finished the session. I was really proud of myself for staying professional. And I realized, oh my gosh, Lee, this is big girl panty time. Like this work is way more than what meets the eye. You don't even know your boundaries. Of course, the guy busted right through your boundaries. You didn't articulate any. Hmm. You don't know how to enforce them. You don't know what's acceptable, what's not acceptable for you in the bedroom. And this looks exactly like what happens in your bedroom. Hmm. You just go along with whatever the guy wants and you don't, you don't have a voice in the bedroom. You're not expressive. You're not communicative. And so I thought, Oh my gosh. It was, it was guy number two that made me do this work. And I did that work for six years and 2000 penises later, (laughs) I ended up figuring out a lot of ways to touch a penis. Mm. And it was, um, so right off the bat, I was super busy. I was the new girl on the block. People saw my ad. Oh, who's this? I saw like five to seven guys a day, seven days a week. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know, about six weeks in, I start getting carpal tunnel. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, yeah. I can my imagine. Hands. Wait, <laughs> did you go to like, do you, did you have a professional background in massage at any point in your life? I, uh, besides before this, per, I, mean? I, I would not, no, I would not say professional. I took a, like a college course. It was like a, I don't know, an eight week program or something, um, on how to do Swedish massage. So I knew the basics. Yeah. Mm. Am I a CMT? No, not at all. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not at I knew the basics and at the time. I mean, now I'm an amazing uh, massage therapist because I had years of experience. But um, at the time, no, I knew just enough. So that added to my whole, oh, my God, how am I going to, you know, how am I going to make it in this kind of professional Mm -hmm. profession? Like not only the happy ending, but the massage part, too. But during the happy ending, that's actually the physically the most strenuous part of the whole massage because it's all fine motor skills you're using your hands Mm. i can't use you know like the heel of my hand or my elbow or my body weight it's just all fine motor skills so i start getting cramped up in my hands (laughs) during that ending, and i'm like oh my gosh my left hand is gonna fall off i can't like he's not having an orgasm yet i can't stop what am i gonna do my my hands literally cramping up so i would I would take it off his penis, keep the the right hand going, and I'd like reach around and do something with his scrotum. And and oh my God, he moaned. That was good. Mental note. Okay. And then my right hand's getting sore. So okay, I gotta mix it up a little bit. Okay, let's do something with his perineum. Ooh, he totally squirmed out of his skin. All right. Mental note. Awesome. So I start just out of self-preservation, mm. started finding all these different ways instead of plain old up and down, which I call spaghetti, by the way. <laughs> I've named all of my 69 <laughs> techniques after food. Um, and spaghetti is only one thing to uh, to enjoy the, in, regarding his genitals. Mm. But like I, I just had to mix it up and I had to find all these different areas and it led to it being, instead of whacking them off, it led erotic massage in my room anyway, to look more like a beautiful dance, a 
like a, it, it was a massage as mm. well. It was slow and sensual and pampering and, and a really like up-leveling the care for a man. It wasn't just servicing him. It was a loving on him. And so, yeah, I did that for six years and I got really good at it. And I realized one day, oh my gosh, now in, in my bedroom, I was no longer the sexual wallflower. Mm -hmm. I was no longer afraid to initiate. Like I was a badass in the bedroom. And I thought, oh my gosh, if I'd known this in my 20s, and I'm now like 52 now, if I'd known this decades ago, my sex life would have been completely different. I can't be the only one wondering mm. what the hell to do in a bedroom. And so it turned out I wasn't. And so that led me to teaching it because I thought this, this educate, like how to touch your man 101 is not offered in any college course that I know. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, um, and other than, you know, the odd demos on cucumbers and stuff, you can't really find a lot out there on, um, on the web. Other than porn and God, don't take that as education. That's entertainment. Do not take notes when it comes to porn. That's no, nobody, <laughs> the guys, the girls, nobody <laughs> wants you to do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I teach this now. Turn me on podcast. We'll be back after this short break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. What strikes me about this whole story is like, what a great opportunity you've had to, because you're not in the sexual experience, like losing yourself in it. So you have had this opportunity to observe all of what you're talking about. And like, I would imagine your body language reading skills mm. are really good. <laughs> off the charts. Yeah. Yes. So I'm wondering if you can tell some of the different experiences you've had that are different because there's been a couple of um, penises I've massaged in my day that have not reacted as I expected. And I always, and I often kind of wondered about like how often, because I like to, I find reading the body language a really important part of any sexual encounter, like when I'm in it and I, and I'm really aware of when someone doesn't seem aware of my body mm. language, 
right. way, or like receptive to like the way that I'm moving or, or like, I think in, in the absence of using a lot of verbal cues, like, oh, that feels good. Or yes, more of that or harder or whatever. A lot of my technique has been, it's like, show that with your breathing and your body language and et cetera. Now, what about penises, penis owners who, when, who, okay. So my sister taught me how to give hand jobs and blow jobs. Okay. And uh-huh. one of her main pieces of advice that, that has stumped me only on a couple of occasions is that if you're giving a hand job or a blow job, there should, you will notice a certain rocking of the hips that will sort of guide the pace, like the pace and the rhythm that's coming from him. But I've, I've encountered a couple of penis holders who are just rigid. They just are yes. totally rigid and there is no rocking of the hips. So it's, and like, there's a bit of like holding of the breath. And I'm like, is this me or no, or is not something you. going on here? Okay. Well, no, most likely, no, it's not you. Um, I can't even count of the 2000 guys over 2000 guys, like a lot would be laying there. Like they're dead, (laughs) you know, and I know, I know what I'm doing to you. I know how many brain cells I'm blowing up right now. (laughs) I know because I've had, you know, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other clients who are like, what the hell just happened? No one's ever touched me like that. I do what I, you feel like an octopus. I don't even know what you're doing with your hands. And I, that was better than sex. Like, I think I just had a conversation with God right now. So I know what I do is good. And yet, yeah, there'd be this guy who's laying there like he's dead. Stiff as a board. Stiff as a board. No rocking. Not even like, (laughs) I'm thinking... I almost want to put my head, my my ear on his chest to find out if he's still breathing, <laughs> because it's not even an elevation of breathing. Like, oh, he's breathing harder, faster, or whatever. Like, even the orgasm is sort of like, uh, unless I saw cum coming out of his penis, I would not have known he had an orgasm. Right. So, so Bridie, it's probably not you. Um, how do you unlock about- those ones? How do you unlock those guys? You're just like. maybe it's not about unlocking them you know it's like it's (laughs) like if if you know i'm just thinking about like if if i was putting myself in that scenario and that's how i was that's how i was that non-reaction was how i was reacting yeah my guess would be that perhaps there's something there's something in there whether it's a confidence thing or a you know like a or or just like a habitual thing where it's like that's the that's what has felt good in the past like just being still and yeah you know it's like i think everybody has a a really different way because like that's the thing is i've been i've been with a number of partners who where like there's not a lot of audible reaction and i'm a fuck i went to theater school like i and comedy was my thing (laughs) we're yelling it for the lady in the background yeah yeah and i'm going (laughs) i need to hear it like if i'm not hearing it I, I got to go back to school, you know, like it's <laughs> so, but, but then, but then to hear afterwards and like, you know, in-depth conversation after, after, um, connection, it's like, no, that was fucking awesome. I'm just right. not a, I'm just not a vocal 
being, you know, and, and maybe I think maybe some people just aren't maybe not and like al- he, not also not vocal and not physical, you know, just like just kind of like uh, yeah. just lay and, and be blissed out. Mm. I, I like what you're saying, Jeremy, because it when you're really free in the bedroom, when you're when you're really lost in the, the sensation and then you're not trying to perform for your partner. Mm. You're not tr- like it's not about them. It's all about you really basking in the bliss that you are in. So, yes, in those cases, <clears throat> sometimes that means it looks like you're asleep because you're just so lost, mm. which is um, which is wonderful. <laughs> and I mean, what I would say to some people um when when I when I can sense that it's not that, when I can sense that there's more like there's issues, as in maybe they've been shamed in the past, you know, maybe um, maybe there's there's some type there's some blockage where they don't feel safe to express, or the mm. you know there's that thing going on, and I can I can tell the difference. Um, then I'll say something like, "Okay, so." Um, just so you know, you can try to hide what I'm doing to you. I know exactly what I'm doing to you. I know exactly how (laughs) you're feeling right now. (laughs) And I say it all very, you know, sexy Mm -hmm. and teasing and flirty and all that. And then I'll say, you can try all you like, but I know what's going on because I am deliberately giving you all of these yummy sensations and I am trying my best to make you moan and squirm under my touch. For one, it turns me on. Two, it lets me know that I'm hitting all the right buttons. Mm -hmm. So, so it kind of lets them know that, Hey, if I moan when, or if I, if I let myself, you know, squirm or, or breathe, or if I let myself react to what she's doing, because internally I'm reacting mm-hmm. and I can see their muscles twitching and that certain muscles contracting and, and everything. So, but they're trying to keep it under wraps. And I, and if I let them know it's safe to not keep it under wraps, like that's not something I'm going to shame them about, but I'm going to relish in. Mm. And mm-hmm. to let them know that, okay, if you want me to do more of that, let me know. Right, right. <laughs> because I'm happy to do more of that thing. That's making you lose your mind. But if I don't know you're losing your mind, I might go on to something else. Mm-hmm. So so there's that aspect too. And to come come back to what you were initially saying, Bridie, is that um, I don't know if you're insinuating that maybe sometimes when you're going down on a guy – Maybe his penis itself is not reacting. Like no, maybe the penis is penis is reacting hard. But then, like just like maybe also the maybe also just like the legs are straight. And uh, are they I'm, stiff? I'm <laughs> acting it from the bottom down. Uh, are you sure you're not blowing a dead dude? <laughs> <laughs> He's like cold and blue and stiff. And he ha- he actually hasn't said anything for the last like three days. I met him in a black bag. <laughs> well, and you guys are young, so you you know, as you get older, some guys will have difficulty having an erection. That's yeah. why I brought that up. 
Mm. Um, and in that case, like not mm. all men are going to have an erection. They could be totally turned on, but it's mm. not going to happen due mm. to stress, due to medication, diabetes, surgery. There's mm. lots of different reasons why a guy can't get it up. And, and it may have nothing to do with you mm. and what you're doing, but do keep this in mind. Um, one thing that, that women get wrong about the penis is that when it's soft, there's nothing that she can do mm. with it. Oh yeah. my God, there's so much that you could do. It's with like almost easier to have it in your mouth. I mean, just put it in your right? mouth. It's like, yeah, so much extra space. Right. It's like any right? physical You're not object choking on it. You know, you can, you can do lots of things with lots of different objects and it's, you know, it, it's there. So it's you can there. do something with it. And I think like maybe women think that there's a, a deadening of, the nerve endings or something when he's not mm. as hard. Oh mm-hmm. no, no. He can feel a lot mm-hmm. when he's soft and, mm. and he can get an erect. He can, sorry, he can have an orgasm while being completely flaccid. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I mean, there's not so much pushing from the tip down to the base of the shaft. There's more pulling involved if you're, you know, stroking the, the actual penis. Um, so you can modify what you're doing. <clears throat> so if you know, a bunch of erotic massage techniques and you're like, Oh, okay. But I can't do any of these on a soft penis. Cause it's just, it's not gonna, it, it's not allowing me to do this. There's, there are ways to modify almost all the techniques that I teach. Mm. And I have a whole module in one of my, my course erotic massage mastery has a whole module dedicated to the flaccid penis mm. because I guarantee you, Bridie, you will come across a guy <laughs> at yeah. some point in your life mm-hmm. where you're like, ah, uh, shit, what am I doing wrong? Because <laughs> mm. this guy's, it's not happening, mm-hmm. but um, it's probably not you. Yeah. yeah. So if you were, <clears throat> if you were to, uh, you know, for any of our listeners out there right now that are, are hearing this stuff and, and feeling kind of excited about the idea of, of learning more from what you, you offer, it, what, what would be like one thing that you would suggest to someone listening right now that they could like spice up the, the, the fun in the bedroom, like tonight that they could try today, um, uh, and, and see, see, see what comes of it. Well, okay. So just like, as in right now, if you happen to be listening to this podcast in this moment, you are some, for some crazy reason, you're listening to a podcast and you're in bed with a guy. (laughs) Here's what you do. It could happen, right? This is a spicy topic. I think it does happen. This just might, you know, turn you on. So um, like in this moment right now, I would say guys, girls, every, I'm talking to everybody here. No matter what you're doing, no matter what it is, oral, manual manipulation, intercourse, whatever, massage, anything, take what you're doing. And slow it down. When you think you're going slow enough, you're still going too fast. Go a little slower. And that sounds like an oversimplification, but I am telling you, okay, repeat after me, everybody. Slow equals moan. (laughs) The Mm. slower you go, the better it will feel to both parties. You know, like, 
And it's counterintuitive because you think, okay, so, you know, there's this frenzy starting to happen and, you mm-hmm. know, it's, you're getting all hot and heated and the tendency is to go faster. But I'm inviting you to nip that in the bud and go a little slower. Mm. Oh my gosh. It will change everything. And I think it adds a little bit of like vulnerability too, Mm -hmm. because there's like, you're not rushing through your uncomfortable feelings. You really have to kind of be with. Yeah. And and it also, it makes your partner feel like you're kind of basking in this a bit. You're not in a hurry to get it over with. You know, you're like, let's stay in that. This feels good. Let's stay here for a little while. And um, like I have a free resource for people. If, the, if you're more visual and you want to see something and it is very slow because slow is the absolute foundation to everything that I do. It's highly underrated. Um, oh, my gosh. And there's a free thing on my website, rockthebedroom.com. And it it's called Drive Him Wild. It's right at the top. And it you can learn it in like three minutes and do it today. And it will rock his mm. world or her world. This is transferable. The guy could do this on the girl, too. It will feel amazing to her as well. Mm. And it's very counterintuitive. But and anyone could do it. Super, super easy. Oh, my gosh. It will it will rock their world. Sweet. Yeah. Lee, thank you. This has been really, really fun. And you just you just mentioned it there. But just one more time. Um, how can people stay up to date with what you're up to? Uh, how can people follow along and get in touch? Uh, so my main website is rockthebedroom.com. I have an event coming up um, July 21st. And that is on... Um, rockthebedroom.com slash sign up, S-I-G-N-U-P. And um, it's a five-day event, 90 minutes a day, uh, where I take women. Sorry, guys. Well, actually, not sorry, guys. You're going to benefit from this, but (laughs) it's for women only, the the event, um, where I show them how to step into their big girl panties and embrace their inner sex goddess. And I will be doing live... um, erotic massage demos, which she will actually be following along with a guy at home. <laughs> it's very hands-on oh, challenge. <laughs> yes, it's awesome. And um, and that's coming up real soon. So check that out at rockthebedroom.com slash sign up. Amazing. Thank you. I, uh, this has been can really I just fun. say, can I say something? I yeah, just yeah, really yeah, got to say, yeah. I can't wait to read your book. I wish we had time to like, I, I'm really curious about your story. Um, I really admire, uh, folks who have found their way into mm. the industry that you have learned so much from. And, and I, I hope that we'll be able to like all share stories of like how, how, how we've participated in that and supported our families through that. And, and, help to legitimize that as so it's not so right? scary not, for folks because yeah. it sounds like an incredibly life-changing and empowering experience yeah. for you and and I've seen lots of other people have a similar experience it's nice to hear those stories and not not just mm. the, the propaganda and the news mm. about mm-hmm. yeah about I appreciate you having a safe space like this to help normalize conversations like this Mm -hmm. so that people aren't so afraid to come out of the closet and tell their story. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it, it took me years before I would tell anybody what I did mm-hmm. for that very reason, afraid of um, persecution. Yeah, yeah, the stigma. And I would be stereotyped just like I stereotyped people who got these services and who provided these services. Yeah. And I had to work through that on my own with myself. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a slut. I'm, Mm. you know, I'm a mom, I'm a person. And I just, I'm, this is my profession Mm. and I'm making the best of it. And I'm transforming women's lives as a result of it. So I'm very proud of those six years that I spent. Mm. So thank you for being a light in this world, helping us shine ours. Really appreciate that. Well, we appreciate you. And thanks for taking time out of your day today. This has been really fun. Thank you. Okie dokie, that was our conversation with Lee Jagger. Ah, I can't wait. I can't wait to... uh, So you can do it? I can't wait to defend my boundaries. Are you going to... Oh, sorry, I thought you you were saying you can't wait um, to do her course. No, you know... Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Are you going to be able to do it? I think, yeah. I think uh, I am going to be able to do it, and I'm really... I'm really super curious. Um... And I will report back. It's going to be a busy couple of weeks. If you are um, a patron and you would like to be our close friend on Instagram, then uh, make sure that you send us your handle. I know some of you are mm. our patrons and, and, and follow mm. us already or we follow you. But if you want to be on the close friends, make a note to let us know so that we yeah. don't miss anybody. And if you already did send us your your handle and you didn't, um, you haven't seen any like close friends yeah. stories from either Bridie, myself or the term account. Yeah. Send it to us again. Cause we might've missed, it might've slipped through the cracks. Yeah. And I don't just like, so, you know, I, I do the mostly I do the turn me on, um, Instagram, uh, these days in terms of posting and, and, uh, following and doing the stories. And, and I also personally just like don't post too often or, um, or, or close friend stories at all really very often, but I intend to use that medium to sort of show you what's going on behind the scenes as we do our season three. And maybe as I take this uh, class next week with Lee mm, um, mm-hmm. and, and so on and so forth. So, so, uh, so let us know and we will Was make he biting sure. You? No, he wasn't biting. He's okay. just squirming, just He's squirming it up. Squirming worm. Squirming wormy. Um, yeah. Fucking love him so much. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, folks, thanks again for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed that. Um, we will be back next week as we always are with something fun and interesting and engaging as always. We've and- started our countdown to <clears throat> our 200th episode. We've Holy only fuck. got like yeah. three more to go. 200 episode 200 coming up. Coming Holy up smokes. Fast and hard. Um, and, uh, so listen, if you want to support the podcast, uh, and you don't have the, you don't have the financial stability to do it on Patreon. You can uh, support the podcast by just giving us a follow on Spotify or leaving an, a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that would just be great, dandy, and, and or and have the have the the gojones to uh, to just recommend the podcast yeah. to um, your mother <laughs> and see how that goes. Um, and if you don't have a mother, then just recommend it to somebody else's mother. 
Mm. Um, <laughs> and I think that's it. Uh, love you all. I gotta, I, I gotta fucking get the fuck out of here and take this dog out to pee so we don't piss all over the floor. We love you. Thanks uh, for listening. And I think that's all for this week. So until next week, go touch yourself. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.